0: On today's episode of the I'm Wrong, You're Right podcast, Tony and I take a look at the upcoming NFL season. Stay tuned. All right, everyone, and welcome to the I'm Wrong, You're Right podcast. We are on episode four today. Uh, I am your host, Jeff Clutterbuck, alongside me, as always, Tony Ferrari. Tony, how you doing?
1: Going all right. Uh, things could be better, but, you know... Thursday. Just got back from Minneapolis, so glad to be back. Glad to do the podcast and start focusing on <laughs> on focusing on this instead of whatever else. Other, other
0: things <laughs> going on, exactly. And especially for, you know, this is the first podcast where we're really taking a look at, like, football, like straight on a football podcast. We haven't done that yet so far. Our questions have been involving, you know, most of the sports in some form or another, but for these next two episodes, we are actually strictly going to be looking at football, and the idea for the podcast actually came a couple of weeks ago when we were just spitballing different ideas for the podcast, and Tony, you had this idea about, you know, trying to kind of preview the season, but doing it in a different way than what people are kind of used to. So, if you don't mind, you want to go ahead and explain what these two episodes
1: are going to be kind of covering. Well, basically, I thought it'd be cool to just break every break everything down in terms of probably the three most important variables on an NFL team, and that is the quarterbacks, the coaches, and then the defenses. And I always like because you know I, I I play fantasy sports. I don't know anyone that doesn't, other than you. <coughs> Fantasy, no fantasy. <laughs> but I always think it's fun to like break everything down, where you can just you can have your own team and you can pick the guys that you want for each position. But I thought that for this it'd be easier just to do quarterbacks, coaches, and defenses because I thought about adding in the offenses, but then I thought that what's the most important position on the field? That's the quarterback. Yep for a defense, I mean you could say the same thing, but for a lot of times when you lose that one guy, you can still manage where with a quarterback, if you lose him, your entire scheme changes. Like you could be a 70/30 offense where you pass 70% of the time, run 30%, and as soon as you lose him, all of a sudden you're a 60/40 running offense. So that's why I didn't I didn't throw the offenses in there. So basically what I did was I broke down the quarterback position into tiers uh tier one tier two and tier three and then i did the same thing for the coaches as well and basically in tier one it's your elite quarterbacks to your right there at the elite position Mm -hmm. quarterbacks that have won super bowls or been to super bowls or been in the consideration for an mvp tier two is your quarterbacks that you're you're good and above average quarterbacks, I guess you can say, and three is everyone else. Uh, same with coaches. I go by Super Bowls, victories, if you've been there, and then tier two is coaches that are, they're right there, mm-hmm. just haven't been to the big stage yet, and then tier three are coaches that, probably rookie coaches or, you know, anyone that's probably been around the block but isn't, never shown any signs of being that great. And then for the defenses, I just went on uh, Bleacher Report and took their list of the defenses heading into this year. Their list, and I basically broke it down that way. Okay. So that's basically what uh what I did for that. I know in <coughs> the next episode, I thought that the question would be pairing those three together, where you can pick. A quarterback, a coach, Mm -hmm. and a defense, which pairing or which trio of that would be the best suited for A, winning this year, and then B, winning long term. Right. Win like a five to seven year window. The trick is, is that you only can pick one tier at each slot. So you can only pick a tier one. If, If you were to do it this way, you could only pick a tier one coach you would have to pick a tier 2 quarterback and then a tier 3 defense It would have to or be vice tier versa three. Right. in that way yeah. you can't have one of each so Correct. doing that which quarterback for the first question would be which quarterback coach defense combo gives, a, gives you the best chance to win this year and then which one gives you the best chance to win long term perfect
0: yep so and the, for this episode we're just going to go through and list out who we have in the tiers for each you know, quarterback, defense, and coaching. And then our next episode will actually feature a mini draft of sorts going through and picking out um, who wants who from which tier, basically. Right. So we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk about the quarterbacks and where we have them ranked coming into the season. All right, we are back, and for, again, for this first segment, we're going to be looking at the three tiers that we have devised for the quarterbacks in the NFL at this time. So again, Tony went through, he split them all up into the three tiers, uh, so let's just kind of dive right into it. In the first tier tone, you've got Brady, Rodgers, Roethlisberger, Wilson, Breeze, Ryan, Newton, Wentz, and Eli. And I'd say, you know, out of that particular tier, you probably, what, had the most, you probably had the most debates with Eli, sticking him in the first tier.
1: Yeah. I, I know just, a lot
0: of Giants fans would probably disagree with right.
1: you. And again, this, these, these lists are all based on opinion. These aren't facts or anything like this. This is my own opinion on where, where I think quarterbacks rank in terms of three tiers. And the only reason why I put Eli in the Elite is because, again, he has won two Super Bowls, I mean, he's only behind Brady and Big Ben in terms of rings. Now, again, has he shown that elite ability? No. But I still think, you know what, give him his due. So that's why I kept him in the Tier 1 in terms of quarterbacks. I also wanted to kind of divide it up so it wasn't so heavy, you know, on one side or the other side. Because, again, Tier 2 has got a lot of yeah quarterbacks. Tier 2 doesn't
0: have a lot of them, you know what? So let's even go through. So now this is the Tier 2 list we have. We've got Flacco, Stafford, Garoppolo, Dak, Alex Smith, Keenum, Cousins, Rivers, Luck, Watson, Bortles, Mariota, Carr, Dalton, and Nick Foles. This is where I reading through the list. This is where I found it interesting. This one probably had the most where I would maybe had like where I would place some people in like tier one. Right. Because I was looking down the list, I think you could easily make the case Phil Rivers is a top tier quarterback. Maybe the team hasn't had a lot of success, but he definitely has had a performance, I think, where if it's me, I'm ranking him above Eli for the mm-hmm. purposes of this debate. And some of these other names too, it'll just this year will really be the indicator for where they really stand. I mean you've got Watson, who when we saw him, you know, last year for that brief amount of time he had before that horrible injury. He was a Tier 1 quarterback before that stretch. So you could argue the same with, you know, you have to wait and see if Andrew Luck can come back from his injury before, you know, he reclaims a Tier 1 status. Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, but I agree with you. I would have him ranked solidly, you know, in the middle. And then, you know, Jimmy G out in San Francisco just got a whole bunch of money. But he still has basically, what, seven games in San Francisco that, and that he's played?
1: And that's why for him and Deshaun Watson, it's like you saw the flashes of what could be, but again, the sample size is so small, which is why I kept him in the Tier 2 rankings. Because again, I, for me, it's about how many times have you been to Super Bowl and or won? Or mm-hmm. So again, for Rivers, never been there. He's been to what one aFC championship game, maybe Flacco did win one right but and for him, I know like you can compare him and Eli the same, but again since well since he won that Super Bowl, he hasn't done anything
0: I think my brother and I we always joke about you know Flacco had a great postseason that year, you know don't get me wrong, but they handed him that huge contract, and they said, yes, you are an elite quarterback, and again, you know just looking at you know raven's. Subreddits—that's not really what most people think about Flacco. Right. I mean, he's got a you know a great deep arm, but he's not the guy they paid all that money to. So actually, you know, what, I mean, honestly, I'm okay having him in the second tier. You know, Wentz in the first tier. You could probably make an argument for smaller sample size, but he definitely looks really good in that.
1: And he was the clear cut MVP last year before he got it before he got injured. And he's probably the. I mean, he's the most of the reason why they got as far as the they did before he got injured. I think you. Can, so I, I
0: think I think you can go make that clear. So a couple of names on the tier two list that again this year will be very interesting for because that tier one. You know, as some of these quarterbacks age, I mean, you could see. Not that it's likely, because most likely he sold his soul to the devil for eternal youth. But, (laughs) you know, Brady could drop off at any point. He's old enough. Breeze, you know, is up there in years. So, I mean, and Eli, you know, again, has kind of struggled the last few years in general. So you could definitely see some of those quarterbacks drop down to the tiers in the future. Right. Which brings up, then, that makes it really fun when we get to our draft of, you know, who of these guys would you pick for that long-term frame? Right. So now let's go to uh, the third tier. Tone, why don't you go ahead and read off who you had as the third tier quarterbacks. So again, now these are basically, are these average
1: and below? below? Yeah. So to start off, I had Jared Goff. And the only reason why I I put him here is because I just have not seen that. He just hasn't shown me enough where I can rank him in the tier two column. I mean, I understand they had a great offense last year, but, again, he still made some boneheaded mistakes. And, again, you get in the postseason and you don't do anything. That's still kind of, there's a lot of growing left to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, After that, I have Jameis Winston. He's another head case that, I mean, I think he's got a suspension to start the year or something like that. Yeah, I'll never take Uber again. So, yeah. (laughs) So, him, yeah, I, I wouldn't take him either. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he is the replacement for Alex Smith in Kansas City. A lot of high praise to see what he's going to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Bradford, he's now in Arizona. Still uh, somehow yep. pulling out a career. Uh, Tyra, Way to go, Sam B! <laughs> <laughs> he's still making bank, He's though. making bank,
0: yeah, that's, that's for damn sure. Uh,
1: Tyrod Taylor, he's with the Browns now. Uh, Mitch Trubisky... And then a slew of rookie quarterbacks this year. You got Josh Rosen, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Sam Darnold. Uh and then also to round it off I have Ryan Tannehill and then Deshaun Kaiser and Brett Hunley, just because they did play last year and started some games. Obviously with Hunley. Wasn't what we were expecting in Green Bay, but He did get starts, and that's all I can say about that.
0: Brett, you did have that one great game against Pittsburgh where we all thought you were going (laughs) to turn around, and it did not get
1: turned around. Nope. (laughs) Won some overtime games, though, against some terrible teams.
0: but I think this list definitely, this third tier, it's hard to argue with anybody on this particular list. Now, again, when it comes to our draft, the rookies, you know, you might pick a rookie at this Mm -hmm. point. For the future, you know, potentially. So, you know, I don't want to rule them off of being picked. But definitely some of these other names. Either people that have an injury history and just could never put it together. Or, you're, you're right, your head cases. There's a reason why quarterback is one of the most important positions in sports. And if you are have a quarterback that's one of these names. God, I just... It's going to be hard. It would be hard to win with those which
1: is why i also broke it up the way i did because again if you're taking a tier one quarterback i mean they should be elite and then again you if you waste that that one slot on a quarterback it makes it more difficult now when you choose a a defense and a coach where now with you know the tier two you have a huge slew of of pickings where someone could be an elite quarterback but again now you you could get that
0: performance right it's true that is true So that is the list for quarterbacks. So again, that was tier one, two, and three for the quarterbacks. Next up, after the break, we will cover the defensive rankings that we have. So stay tuned. And we're back. This is going to be the defensive segment of the show. So again, we have all the defenses, and these rankings were taken from Bleacher Report, I believe, Tony. Yep. Okay. And so we took those rankings, and Tony split them into the three tiers. So just like with quarterbacks, we'll begin with tier one. So Tony, you had in tier one, or you determined from Bleacher Report's ranking to be in tier one, the Vikings, the Jaguars, the Rams, the Titans, Eagles, Falcons. Panthers, Ravens, Bears, Steelers, Saints. Yes. So that was who you had for your first ranking, and you know what? The it's defense. I think is where you're gonna find you would find the most variability in terms of who people would pick for long term success. We've seen some teams that have had legendary defenses, basically win them a Super Bowl, but they tend. I mean, great defenses tend not to stick together for the longest time. So right. that'll be a very interesting question when we get to the single season versus who's got the best shot long term mm-hmm. because you know, you you just don't know. Looking at this list of defenses, you know, I'm not sure necessarily if there's I mean Minnesota's probably is the closest we've seen so the unanimous they are the best defense.
1: However, they did get torched in the NFC Championship game. Right. So, I mean, you can have a great
0: great defense, and then suddenly everything, you know, goes to pot. And I don't, you know, honestly, I don't remember if Minnesota had glaring injuries on the defensive front or whatnot. But when you face a good quarterback, or at least, like, a really hot quarterback, because, I mean, Foles was insanely hot at that time, it's tough to, I mean, you can't necessarily count on your defense to stop them they can slow them but you can't be counted to stop them i remember when we saw the packers and the seahawks you know i mean like the packers had enough offense to win that game the nc title game they got slowed down but they still had enough to win you know rogers did enough in that game to earn the win it just didn't work out that way but yeah i mean looking at that list defenses is always hard for me to rank just because you know the schemes can be so complicated there's constantly personnel moving in and out and there's a lot of players on the defensive side of the ball and right. it, it feels like the NFL just keeps changing with how offenses get to play and the defensive rules it gets harder it's harder and harder for defenses to play
1: than it ever has been well I think Seattle's probably your best example of what happens how the highest of highs and the lowest of lows now I mean look back what was it Five years ago. Yeah. And the Legion of Boom, that defense. That was an amazing defense. Right. And it won you a Super Bowl and got you into another one. But now that, I mean, that defense is not existent anymore. I mean, I think Earl Thomas is the only one that's left and he wants out of Seattle too. So now you're looking at a defense that has completely crumbled over the course of time just due to. Either injuries or the fact that you can't pay all those guys, and that's the biggest problem. Is that and rule
0: changes? You know the emphasis on that. Yeah. But if you
1: have such a great defense and you have three to four guys that are, I mean, huge impact players, you gotta pay them at some point. And when you can't, then all of a sudden those pieces are gone.
0: That is true. That is true. Okay, so for tier one we've had that right. Tier two, uh, this again is the biggest section of uh, what we have here. So let's see. Starting at the in the 12th spot, there's the Patriots, Texans, Cowboys, Broncos, Bengals, Chargers, Cardinals, Bills, Seahawks, which we were kind of just referring to what they used to be, to have right. them coming into a season ranked twenty. They might be even worse than that. They, they might very well be. The Packers are in the next spot below them, <laughs> for crying out loud. And I hope that
1: position is higher by the end of the year.
0: And then the Buccaneers and the Chiefs. So those are... The team from Tier 2. Did you have any thoughts on any of those teams in Tier 2,
1: Tone? Um, I'm surprised that they had the Broncos ranked uh, 15th midway, and also the Texans. But for the Broncos, I mean, they're only three years removed from their Super Bowl run, and for the defense that was as good as that was. I mean, the defense, that was, a fun defense. The defense was the reason why they won that year. I mean, Oh, I mean, clearly, watch, watching
0: them beat up the Patriots in... That AFC title game was oh, it was just great. Right. I mean, there's one of the in football it does get overrated. You know, like a six zero game, a nine zero game. The score would tell you it's boring, but if it's a great defensive battle, there's very few times in sports when you're like, oh man, that was just a pleasure to watch. When you see a fun defense playing, and that's what the Broncos were led by Von Miller for those couple of years, but and what the Seahawks were. I mean, those mm-hmm. were two. They weren't just good. They were entertaining. Right.
1: And then, like with the Texans, I mean, that might hinge on the health of J.J. Watt. I mean, and um, uh, Clowney. Clowney. Right. But, I mean, with Watt, I mean, he has not been healthy for, what, the last two years? I mean, he has. I mean, that's the health is the biggest concern with him. And I think this is a prove it year to see if, you know, you can last a full year now. (coughs) Clay Matthews. (laughs) (laughs) But Clay, actually, Clay has played, though. He hasn't missed an entire year. That, <laughs> Given the, the injuries he's had, he still hasn't missed an entire year.
0: It's true that hangnail only kept him
1: out for four <laughs> games. It's true. Hamstring. Oh, yeah. Hamstring. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not, not hangnail, yeah. Uh, the one team, though, that I think is going to plummet here is the Patriots. And this is we ju- can only hope. And, and this is just based off of the way the storm clouds seem to be forming there in New England based on how it ended last year. Apparently, you know, what was it, Brady, Belichick, and Kraft were supposed to meet and hash out their differences, and it never happened. I think this is the last year where the Patriots are together. I think that that team is going to implode like no other, just based on how things things have been, like, forming. People don't know this, but I
0: probably drink about... I'd say a half gallon of Patriots fans tears if I can manage a day. <laughs> and that's what keeps me going in the morning. You know, when I need that little energy boost, I'm I just drink those tears down and mm they are so salty. I think
1: it's gonna happen this year. But for their defense to be ranked that high at twelfth, again, you lost Matt Patricia. And
0: which some Patriots fans would tell you that was not such a big right. loss and they will they said to Detroit, you go ahead and take him.
1: And that's the thing though too is that you know, is it the working of Matt Patricia, or is it all Bill Belichick? And, again, I just, I... It's Bill Belichick. <laughs> it pro- and, and, and it might most likely is. But, again, I, that's a defense where I'm surprised it was ranked that high.
0: I was surprised to see the Chiefs ranked 23rd. From my understanding, they had a pretty solid defense, but perhaps they've lost some free agents or injuries. They or... lost
1: Marcus Peters, I believe, to the Rams. And I think they lost someone else. I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure. But, I, again, and it's an Andy Reid team. Anything can happen, Andy Reid.
0: <laughs> All right, so that's the uh, tier two. So tier three. So this is the last couple of teams here in the NFL for defense. You have the Giants starting off tier three, then um, Detroit, Washington, the Jets. Oh, sorry, uh, Oakland was after the Giants. So it was the sorry Giants, Oakland, Lions, Redskins, Jets. Browns, Niners, Dolphins, and rounding out the whole list would be the Indianapolis Colts. Whew, that could be a rough year in Indy. Right. If Andrew Luck can't come back and someone was just telling me this past weekend, oh, he finally could grab a football. Like, <laughs> oh, well, that's good. That's great. I'm glad you can finally hold a regulation-sized football. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'm really surprised by much on that list. I know San Francisco is a darling black horse pick
1: for a lot of people. I would say Cleveland is too. I mean, that defense, although did not win a game last year, that, the defense <laughs> that's like saying, <laughs>
0: although the building did burn down, the fire itself was quite lovely.
1: <laughs> but again, that the Cleveland defense wasn't that bad. I mean, it, that might be a dark horse pick in terms of if you take a one, tier one or tier two coach in terms of quarterback, that might be the one that you take, you know, for long term. It's true. I don't know. but I I don't know if you will, but we'll see. <laughs> It'll all come together in the end.
0: <laughs> I sit every year, and I just wonder when the Browns time will finally happen.
1: I think so, it's coming. I do. I think it's coming.
0: Like they, just every Sunday. When, Lord, <laughs> when is my time?
1: And you know what? I hope for the Browns fans that it does
0: come soon. Because you know what? I've had your back, guys, since Madden, <laughs> no, no, NFL... Oh, it was like Players Pro. No, Game Day. It was like Game Day 99. It was the other it was the other franchise besides Madden. Madden. And I remember when the Browns came in as an expansion franchise. <laughs> the, you know, I had to play as the new team like I'm a Browns fan. Little Tim did you know did, that they only moved a few years prior. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Tim Couch was the quarterback on that team and they were horrible in video game form. <laughs> They've been horrible in real life form ever since then. So Cleveland, I got your back on this. I'm rooting for you to play the Packers in the Super Bowl, where no, we destroy no, you. Play
1: Detroit in the Super Bowl, which we'll get to a question later. Oh, in the, in podcast yes, to come.
0: That is true. That is oh yeah. That's throwing out some one, chum there for a future podcast. One year
1: we will see a Detroit Cleveland Super Bowl, and hopefully it's own. it's both teams' first time ever there.
0: We can only, we can only hope. Uh, And on that pleasant note, (laughs) let's (laughs) take a break, and we're going to come back and finish with the coaches' rankings. And we are back for the final group of our rankings. This would be the tiers determining where the coaches in the NFL currently rank. So, Tone, we'll get started off here, same as we have with Tier 1. You hadn't. Belichick, Tomlin, McCarthy, ugh. <laughs> Peyton, Dan Quinn, uh, Rivera, Pete Carroll, John Gruden, you had in there, yep. Doug Peterson, Brett Favre's backup, wins the Super Bowl, better story than that, and you had um, John Harbaugh. Yep. Yep. So that concluded the rankings. So for... again, those
1: are all coaches that have either been to a Super Bowl or won a Super Bowl. In, in that
0: correct yes because yeah dan quinn yeah dan, dan quinn oversaw <laughs> one of the worst choke jobs in nfl history yes he did uh, see this is really going to be interesting these coaches rankings because there's definitely some names here and even in tier one that my just gut reaction is oh no way i mean i have pretty much been a mccarthy hater for a long time now and it. I hate to say because he won the Packers the Super Bowl, but I've just been so disappointed with the results, and I've I've always personally tended to blame it more on him than on roster construction. But he does have a Super Bowl, so you've got you're right on that. You know, Ron Rivera seems to have at least stabilized the ship the last couple of years in Carolina. Gruden probably for me is the one.
1: It's the where I think where he's I the think dark horse.
0: He's the dark horse, but I think he could also be the dark horse though in the other way. I mean, I think right. he could, they could end up being a tier three team, right? because John Gruden's been too busy <laughs> literally thinking every player that touches the football on Monday Night Football,
1: now there's a great player, I love that guy, he's a Gruden grinder. And But I'm sure he's not saying that to his players now.
0: Oh, yeah, I would love to be a fly in the wall. Hey, coach, I was watching my like clips of Monday Night Football, you said I was really good. Oh, did I say that? <laughs> Prove me wrong. Or you're cut. <laughs> that, exactly. So, okay, so that's Tier 1. Yeah, that is interesting. If I had it, I probably would have even, I could probably have taken like five of these outs and had them in Tier 2. But, for the ones that have won, it would make it interesting. for the ones that have a Super Bowl, you're right, or have made it to a Super Bowl, there's a lot of coaches that haven't done it, necessarily. Now, I do note that as you start Tier 2, you've got Andy Reid, Mike Zimmer, you've got the other Gruden in
1: Washington, Marvin Lewis... Second longest tenured head coach. Oh my goodness. And has not won a playoff game.
0: (laughs) Sean McVay, Jason Garrett, Bill O'Brien, Doug Marone, and Kyle Shanahan. So I noticed that you put Andy Reid in the second tier, even though he has been to a Super Bowl.
1: When was that again? That was what? Patriots, Eagles. years ago?
0: It was a while.
1: (laughs) And again, for him, it's kind of the Flacco debate where it's like,
0: He is the Joe Flacco, or is Joe Flacco the Andy Reid of quarterbacks? But again,
1: (laughs) even if you go way back when he was with the Eagles, you went to, what, five NFC Championship games, and you only went to one Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I believe so. So I
1: think that's the knock for me, is like, not only back then were you the butt of all jokes in terms of never making it to a Super Bowl, but even now... He still hasn't gotten to that next level yet, even with the Chiefs. Even though you've seen for the last good few Chiefs years, teams, you're right. Yeah, good Chiefs teams that just cannot get over the hump.
0: Bill O'Brien on there, Sean McVay, Marvin Lewis. I mean, you can't argue with consistent results, right. I guess. And with the Bengals, were,
1: the Bengals were f- afraid of that, but bringing them back apparently. Yeah, Jesus, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so that was Tier Two. Now Tier Three. I want to be perfectly honest. If you had offered me five thousand dollars to name some of these coaches, I would have had. You know, I might as well have just said, "Well, you can set that five
1: thousand dollars on fire." Well, well that's why because I am not uh, gonna the have team names above them. That really does help me
0: <laughs> because I could not have told you that Anthony Lynn was the Miami Dolphins head coach. Well, he's not actually. Oh, he's not.
1: Adam, Adam GaSe says.
0: Oh, Adam Gase is? Oh, because it's underneath. Yeah. i found the list now. <laughs> see, no, no clue. <laughs> All right, so let's see here. We've got Steve Willie, Wilkes. Wilkes. Steve Wilkes <laughs> from the Cardinals. you got Sean McDermott from the Bills. You've got Hugh Jackson, Vance Joseph in there, Matt Patricia, Frank Reich, Anthony Lynn, Adam Gase, Pat Shermer, mm-hmm. Todd Bowles, Dirk Ketter, which I just love that name. Anyone that's got that first name with Dirk, <laughs> like you just got eleven. And then Mike Vrabel, Titans. Really, he's the Titans coach. Yep, man alive!
1: <laughs> you missed the whole off season. <laughs> I missed an entire off
0: season of new coaches. I tell you what. This is not. I think you can tell that I will not be going with a tier three coach <laughs> for out of this selection. Do you have any thoughts on their tone for the people? Oh wait, who did I miss right there? Um,
1: what is that? Matt Nagy.
0: Matt, Matt Nagy, Bears,
1: Bears head coach. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> that's that's what it says. That's what it says,
0: what it says <laughs> Jeff. So, any thoughts on
1: those coaches? You know, dar- um,
0: who's your dark horse candidates? Who's your Katy Perry? dark horse candidate.
1: Oh boy. Um if 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 you if I were to choose one, it would probably be Anthony Lynn of the Chargers, not of the Miami
0: Dolphins. <laughs> no.
1: And just because of um they they showed, you know, flashes of success last year, I just think that maybe their their strong point will be their defense. Mm. So, um if I, if, you, if I were to go with a Tier 3 coach, he might be it. I don't want to give away, you know. Right, exactly what you're Ooh, thinking. Who am I going to pick?
0: Exactly. I will say for the record that if, you know, a meteor strikes the planet, like tomorrow, I want it on the record <laughs> that there is no universe in which the Miami Dolphins should not always wear <laughs> their throwback uniforms and jerseys. I agree. That is one of the best looks in like Especially NFL. Now. Especially now. It's one of the best looks in NFL history. And they just keep
1: making it worse. You, you know? know what they're going to do now? They're just going to get rid of it. They're not even going to wear it now that you said that. Now that I said There's just <laughs> never.
0: You know, we're going to take every jersey and burn it. Nope. Yeah, that guy up in Wisconsin, he was crazy. We're going to
1: make that teal even tealier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All teal. Yeah. Nothing but teal. The <laughs> Miami the Miami Teals. It's not gonna be the Dolphins. <laughs> or actually, no, I if you're really going crazy, you got the Miami Teal Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, more oh, mind blown. <laughs> you thank you, Dolphins <laughs> Financial Organization. You can thank us later with all the money you're gonna make from that idea. Right. So those are the rankings for the coaches there, ladies and gentlemen. So again, um we've got three tiers in each of our positions in quarterbacks, defenses. And coaches, and we'll wrap things up uh, when we come back. And we are back uh, here to close up Shop Tone on part one of this two part segment that we're gonna be running. Uh, the next episode, so you know, in this episode, we just finished actually going through and listing out who we had in each tier.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And in the next episode, either you and I or you and I and maybe a special guest or two will be joining us to help draft essentially those positions and we'll go through the rules for that draft when we actually get to the next episode but you know beyond that um do you have any thoughts on uh, where you're where you're looking to draft here give me some strategies
1: I've, I've got i've got most of it picked out it's just you know
0: you slice it just fi-
1: finalizing it or, or not but i uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad football's back. Um, I'm happy. I believe Packers training camp opens up tomorrow. That's so. right. Or I believe even today they had some kind of
0: practice. And no, Aaron today
1: Rod- was the shareholders meeting. Oh, oh no. I think it was said, yesterday.
0: Someone said Aaron Rodgers' first pit, uh, pass was picked off by Kevin King. Oh,
1: well, good God. We're done. We're doomed. Just just roll it in this year. I don't know.
0: You know, tell them, The more I look at this list, Mike Vrabel's looking really See, good to the me. dark
1: horse? Then you can take... <laughs> A tier one quarterback and tier two defense? Uh, Don't tempt me. Don't tempt me. All right. (laughs) Which I think is the best part is the way I divided it up because it makes you think. It's not on each one of these lists where it's like, oh, boom, boom, boom. I can take the top one of each one and be fine. Where it's like... "Eh, It's a little little harder than you
0: think. We've already been kind of spitballing this idea for a while. It's not as easy as you would necessarily think. So with that, we'll conclude uh, part one of our tier rankings for the NFL. So... This is uh, Jeff Clutterbuck, wishing everybody a great uh, weekend coming up here. Uh, Tony, anything to say?
1: Just wish everyone a good training camp. Like I said, it opens up this week.
0: Can't wait for the Hall of Fame game.
1: Maybe they'll actually play it this year. I hope not. <laughs> just burn it and get rid of it. Just just, just burn just, the Hall of Fame <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> well, not that. Just get rid of these meaningless games. Money.
0: If <laughs> you like some money.
1: <laughs>
0: and... With that, we will see you guys in part two, uh, coming out probably at some point early next week. Uh, All right, uh, stay tuned. Thank you for listening, and we will see everyone later. Hug them, chuck them, football!